So the Jamaican dollar could have bought one bread. And you know, they can go to the corner shop, they can only buy half a bread now. <laughs> and a big jillion. <laughs> Yo, you can buy for a slice now, bro. You understand? And that is the dollar. Yeah, that is that's a function yeah. of the dollar. So things get more expensive as we go along. Welcome to Financial Fitness, J.A. I'm Julio Dawkins. And I'm Jade Harrison. Um, today we'll be talking about foreign exchange. Now, Jade, mm -hmm. as a banker, what is foreign exchange? Well, I'm going to quickly bring it to local perspective. U.S. dollars, take it to the personal level. Will it be making sense you to save in US and the businesses in US in Jamaica. Yes, it does because unfortunately Jamaica does not export anything per se, and as a result, we are highly dependent on US dollars for importing. So the Jamaican dollar is constantly devaluing. Yeah. Um so it is one way of maintaining your purchasing power. So if you're able to save in U.S., you're able to fight inflation, you're able to get the revaluation gains of the U.S. dollar, and you're able to invest in a, this one of the safest currencies in the world. So, but Jade, yes. hold on. What is inflation? Inflation is the loss in value or purchasing power of the local currency from our perspective. So the Jamaican dollar could have bought one bread, and you know, they can go to the corner shop, they can only buy half a bread now. <laughs> and a big jillion. <laughs> Yo, you can yeah, buy for a slice now, bro. You understand? And that is the dollar. Yeah, that is a function yeah. of the dollar. So things get more expensive as we go along yeah. and as Jamaica keeps importing, importing, and have very few exports. Things have improved over the mm. most recent years. But the reality is that the US dollar is still the significant polar value in Jamaica. So I buy that low for bread, so mm. like for $100. But then, in the next two years, I have to pay $150. Or $200. Or $200. Yeah. So, okay, so that is inflation. But, um, so the reality is that you know, the best thing to do, one of the best things to do in Jamaica is to save in U.S. It, it probably doesn't sound like the best thing for the country, but it's mm -hmm. what is done. A lot of the banks deposits in U.S. dollars are people's long-term savings. Right. So, even if you're not saving in U.S., Investing in US, meaning taking US dollars and probably buying some stocks, or there are even US dollar denominated stocks on the Jamaica mm -hmm. Stock Exchange. Right. So, what you'll find is people always finding ways to incorporate US dollar in their transactions. There mm -hmm. are other currencies, because you make reference to foreign currencies, there are people who do euro transactions and phone and CAD, but these are mainly business persons. So, right. what you find is that most people function in terms of US dollars. So, if you, for example, I have a strategy where I Look to invest in US dollars, not just save. So I'd convert my dollar, the Jamaican dollar, to US dollars mm -hmm. and then invest in a foreign stock. Um, some of the very few other brokers allow it out here. There are like two, if I, if, I don't, if I recall properly, two brokers who allow it to do that. But that is like getting the gains of the, the, the stock market, the US stock market, right. international exposure, and then getting the gains on the US dollars. So when the Jamaican dollar devalue at the end of the year, you might find that. Currently, dollar is like 142 or 143 right now. Right. And you might find that by the end of the year, I don't know, hopefully not 150, but then I would have benefited from that because of my savings in US dollar. So the best thing you can do is for yourself, 
as an individual, it's probably saving yourselves, even though you don't have because the, the relative over the long term, Jamaicans are consistently devaluing, and that's just a fact. So, so hold on, just, just, just to understand. Mm-hmm. So, you're saying when we go out and earn, whatever mm-hmm. way we earn, we must set aside a portion of our savings in US dollar. You, you could do that, but I think the, the the best thing for me to do is not put all your savings because you have to have you have to have liquidity in your own currency. Right. But the majority of your savings must invest, be in should, US dollars. It would be the most prudent thing and it provide the most return. Right. Unfortunately, say because that doesn't sit well for the country and economics and mm-hmm. the dollar of our local mm-hmm. currency, our local currency. But the reality is that that's probably where you get the most returns. So okay, so so we're advising that the viewers look into foreign exchange. So keep the network into their savings in US dollars will also appreciate in value in relative to the home currency. Exactly. And it would allow us a better purchasing power parity in the future. Exactly. That's that's exactly it. So what you're trying to do is make sure that your dollar is able to buy what it used to buy. And possibly more. More. So when you convert it back, sometimes the conversion rate would pull you back down though. So like you can it cannot be a, a very short term approach. It has to be that you're, you're, you're saving the dollar and you're gonna keep it for like two years and then you convert it back, you might get some value then. But if you were to actually just save the dollar upfront and by next week you want to sell about the US dollar and then mm-hmm. take the money, it's not going to work out for you because the spread mm-hmm. that bank stake don't allow you to do that. So yes, it's a strategy that you can use, but it has to be something like a medium to long term. Mm-hmm. So you save your money. You, you put it in something, you right. give it some time, some real time, and then you get the benefits of that. What you can see now, especially for businesses, is that they have to be doing because Jamaica is such an, an import um, strong economy. Oriented, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you realize that they have to do things in US dollars. They actually even Correct. price their profits. So they calculate their profits in US dollars. So they are not going to look and say, oh, we made 1 billion Jamaican dollars. If it don't add up in US dollars, because there's always, there's always some kind of version of a US dollar balance sheet, mm-hmm. then they don't count as any real profit in terms of how they see themselves acting as an international organization or a mm-hmm. distributor because they're going to have to source about their goods in US dollars again. Mm-hmm. So they are constantly managing their exposure, their FX exposure. So businesses do have to do a lot of US dollar transactions and because of the mm-hmm. fully for distribution centers that exist out here and we mm-hmm. are always having to import and they're always having to source overseas. The US dollar is just an indelible part of Jamaican society because we don't really have much of a choice. So yeah, it's a, it's a good place to put your money in the medium to long term. So let's say I am a 27-year-old worker and I say I earn $60,000, mm-hmm. you know, net for the, for the month. How do I take a portion of that money and go to save into US dollars or pounds or whatever? You just, first of all, like any other type of savings, you gotta be saving some percentage of your um, your income. Say you have to save 20%. Uh-huh. We save the 20%. Sorry. And we decide that we're going to invest in US dollars. You simply just take your 20%, you go to a cambio, and you, mm-hmm. you buy the US dollars. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah, yeah. so you go to a cambio, you buy the US dollars, you mm-hmm. go and you lodge the cash. Try not to lodge. If you're lodging over a certain amount of cash, there are bank charges associated with that. So you're going to try and probably buy your cash and then lodge and, it back. And pointing out, people, um, when you lodge 500 US dollars or more, yes, exactly. you're charged a fee. Mm-hmm. So right. this, that's, that's the system trying to avoid cash. The system is not very big on cash transactions. 
and right. people. And then there's also the right is that you actually get a, a, a better rate on cash than you get on actual checks. So mm-hmm. it, that's kind of a, a weird thing coming on the street because they keep the cash in circulation in the local economy. So because it's more costly for banks to manage cash. But the reality is that there's no way you're going to end up worse off dealing with, dealing with US dollars. So I go to the Cambo, buy the US dollars, lodge it in my savings account, and do that every month. Yeah, you can do that every month for like a year or two years, it doesn't matter. Because even from my own personal experience, when I bought I bought some US some time ago at ninety eight fifty. And you see where dollar is now? Mm-hmm. Dollars at one forty three. So it doesn't mm-hmm. take a lot of a lot of intelligence or intellectual vigor to figure no, out that, that you're going to the dollar is going to devalue. Hopefully not too fast that the rest of the economy can stay on front footing. But you're going to benefit from the dollar devaluing. What about individuals who get their own income directly to their bank? And then they can do a transaction, a bank transfer into a US account. You can you can do that, but honestly, to be honest with you, for smaller, small scale transaction, not what a big person is gonna do. A large check tran- transaction or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Smaller transactions, you're starting out, you're saving, you're trying to invest over time mm-hmm. and build up your, your stock it so you can go and invest in something substantial. Go to a cambio. Cambios normally give you um, more negotiation in terms of more opportunities for negotiation. Banks are good still. You know. Some banks are good and they will give you good rates, but some of the larger institutions don't give you a lot of wiggle room in no, any form or shape. So if you know your bank is not the one that is going to give you the, op- the option to have a discussion about it or see if you can negotiate something for yourself, right. you work with a cambio. Because that's why the cambios are there. So I would more recommend the companies to do that inter-bank account transactions yes. as companies, best as possible. Companies do do that because that's mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. what I do. Um, Companies um, try, and, try and benefit from arbitrage between institutions right. and depending on the source of funds and what, what the market is like, what the supply level is like, mm. what demand level is like. I, we said that word, <laughs> arbitrage. I don't want anything to fly over our viewers. Let them understand that. It's distracting pricing. So different people have different prices. You try and figure out where you can um, so, benefit from that. So, so somebody might have it at 142 months. Somebody that have my 139, and those are the yeah, different but as, a, as a company, though, you cannot trade as a company, but sometimes it plays out like that in the long run, depending okay. on the transactions that they are doing. And some companies, they say that they are not doing that, but it sometimes mm. comes across like that. So, mm. the reality... And, but, 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 Jay, the banks are an oligopoly. I don't know about that, you know. I don't know Yeah, they move like an oligopoly. For example, I don't even... Yeah. I'm not even sure the strictest definition of... Oligopoly. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. So you, you would have to define that and then you'd have to, oh, you'd have have to, to define for, fortify your own claim. People, that is not my opinion. Oligopoly definition is right here. Right? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It'll be here. It's right here. But in any case, <laughs> um, after they get the arbitrage, they're able now to, to use that money whether to save or whether to buy merchandise or whatever mm-hmm. in order to move the company forward. So, Jade, what what do you recommend for our um, viewers in terms of US dollars and, and how we're we're gonna use it to benefit our network? Alright, I cannot give I just gonna give one last strategy before you can probably break on how that works out. You sure. simply you purchase the US dollars over time, you stockpile till you're at a there's a lot of these accounts, these investment accounts have a minimum balance requirement. 
you try you, you match the minimum um balance requirement so you save till they reach um two thousand five thousand us so you're going to be saving for some time but right. you'll still be getting the benefit of the devaluation of the jamaican dollar right. fine then at that point when you have enough money you try and get even greater returns from your start by investing you can either invest in the local stock market in some kind of us dollar equity or you can invest in the foreign stock market international stock markets the nyse um mm-hmm. the dax you can invest all over the world if you want but most of the time it's really new york stock exchange that's where most of the, the local brokers are going to uh, give you the availability in terms of okay. transacting and investing and you try and pick some good stocks you watch the news and you speak to your mm-hmm. broker always speak to your broker because there's they are there for your to assist you Stay and then you, you always try and invest in an industry or something that you understand stick with what you understand so after you understand manufacturing, look at manufacturing. Mm-hmm. You understand technology, look at technology mm-hmm. companies. Look at the Nasdaq and say, all right, I want to mm-hmm. invest in um, Apple. I want to invest in Microsoft. You know, anything like that. Whatever you understand. You understand cars. Some guys mm-hmm. in Jamaica are really into cars. Look at mm-hmm. Ford. You know, look at GM. Right. Look at Tesla. So just do your research and use the supporting tools that are there. Um, but yeah, that's the best strategy I can say for you as well. Thank you for tuning into the Financial Fitness JA podcast. You could have been listening to any other podcast in the world, but you're here with us and we appreciate that. Please remember to follow us. And if you enjoyed what you heard, remember to share it on social media. If you have any questions about what we've discussed, or if you'd just like to provide us with some feedback, you can reach out to us via Instagram at Financial Fitness JA. Um, or you can shoot us an email at financialfitnessja at gmail.com. All right, guys, that's it from the producer. Have a great day. And remember, we do this.